Welcome back to another episode of The Coffee and the Christ. <laughs> Just kidding. Coffee and Christ. Um, we're so glad you've tuned in this week. I'm trying to think. Dylan, is this two weeks in a row? Uh, I think so. Uh, we are new year, new us. Already, yeah, I don't know how long the streak's going to last. One can only hope. Now, I don't know how long the streak's, streak's going to last, but we're glad you joined in. We hope everyone... What's all happened in the past week? I guess the new year, for sure. And, yeah, because Christmas after a Wednesday, so, yeah. How did you... Happy New Year. How did you ring in the new year, Jackson? Tell us, tell us about it. So, I was actually at Caitlin. I don't, nobody knows that, who she is, but her family's house. And we were just playing video games. Not video games. We were just playing card games. And all of a sudden, her brother looked up and was like, we're going to watch the ball drop? It was 11.58. And then we got up, no, it was weird, just because I had, I, you know, there's a difference. Dylan, what kind of family did you come from? Did you come from, like, a new year, like, woo, oh, yeah. grape juice, hugging oh, and yeah. kissing on everyone? See, okay, that's the thing. I also came from one of those. And then Caitlin's family was just like, woo, let's get back to playing games. And I was like, cool, all right. <laughs> so, like, it, it was a little change. And then we had the same exact conversation, because some people were like, my family, like, goes crazy over it. And then they're just like, oh, well. I was like, oh, okay. And I talked to Ty. Ty was the same way. He was just like, new year. Who cares? And I was like, interesting. Just yeah. two opposite sides of the spectrum. So, yeah. uh, that, I mean, that was a little different. But, Dylan, what about you? How did you, how did you ring in the new year? Oh, well, you're, you're talking to, and I mean, nobody, please keep the, the photographers away. But this, I'm the runner-up of the 2000. 23 that bled into 2024 root tournament awesome that's played pretty, till 1 that's golf snaps right there 1 p.m did not ring in the new year because we were too busy grinding really at midnight that's really but cool we were the runner-ups was it you and andrew it or not yeah gail and michelle beat us for the championship wow yeah. Were they good, or did you just have they're, an off night? They were really good. Really? Mm. So I think I think that was... It. We were either second or third. I really think we were second. But I was also really tired. I like to say second I think as we well. were second or third. You could have told me you were first, and it would been great. Yeah. But wow, that is... Guys, we are in presence of greatness over here. Mm-hmm. Greatness! Yeah, it was, it was impressive. Well, good. It was impressive. Well, we hope everyone rung in the new year happy... Happily, <laughs> Kiss someone you loved. <laughs> Kissable. But, uh, but yeah, we actually don't have, like, a crazy amount of time today. So, real quick, Dylan, how was your week? It was great. Was it great? I'll say it was just, it's been a good week. You know what? I'll say that. I will jump on that piggyback. It's been a good week. Um, a little cold here in Tennessee, but that's okay. Because um, we like the cold weather. Um, to an extent. Anywho, Proverbs chapter 14. Finished 13 last week. We're kind of noticing that, I don't know, it might just be me, but like, for some reason, it just seems really slow right now in the whole Proverbs gang. So we brainstormed, no kidding, five minutes before we even started, about um, how we could speed it up. So we think next week, we're going to do chapters 15 and 16, um, throw in two in there, and we might kind of keep that pattern up. Um, towards the end, just so um, we don't want to, you know, lose you or anything like that. We hope you're still reading along. Um, 
with us, you know, studying, getting some good meditation time in there. Um, but yeah, if you like that idea, keep listening because that's probably what we're going to do. But for this week, chapter 14, Dylan, would you like to read or me? You go first and I'll pick up when you stop. Okay. Um, there is 35 verses. I'll read to... Why don't you, do, why don't you read to like verse 15 and then do your verse? Got it. Yep. The chapter. I like that. All right. Verse one. The wisest of women builds her house, but folly with her own hands tears it down. Whoever walks in uprightness fears the Lord, but he who de- he who is devious in his ways despises him. By the mouth of a fool comes a rod for his back, but the lips of the wise will preserve them. Where there are no oxen, the manger is clean, but abundant crops come by the strength of the ox. A faithful witness does not lie, but a false witness breathes out lies. A scoffer seeks wisdom in vain, but knowledge is easily is easy for a man of understanding. Leave the presence of a fool, for there you do not meet uh, words of knowledge. The wisdom of the prudent is to discern his way, but the folly of fools is deceiving. Fools mock at the guilt offering, but the upright enjoy acceptance. The heart knows its own bitterness, and no stranger shares its joy. The house of the wicked will be destroyed, but the tent of the upright will flourish. There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way to death. Even in laughter the heart may ache, and the end of joy may be grief. The backslider in heart will be filled with the fruit of his ways, and a good man will be filled with fruit of his ways. The simple believes everything, but the prudent gives thought to his steps." Okay, so the verse that kind of stuck out, stood out, excuse me, stood out to me um, was verse 4. I'm going to read it again. Where there are no oxen, the manger is clean, but abundant crops come by the strength of the ox. So for me, I kind of placed this proverb, you know, one of the top tens, I'd say, of just like my favorites, Um, you know, it says, you know, plain and simple, you know, so life is easier if there is no ox, you know. If there's no ox, you have less responsibilities. Your manger is clean. You don't have to, you know, scoop up the poop. You don't have to go down there and, and feed it every day. You know, basic, you know, care for the ox in the manger. You don't have to do any of that. Life might be easier that way. However, the flip side of that, you're not going to have an abundant harvest, because you need the ox's strength, its power. You know, if you want to be productive, you have to be willing to put in the work for it. You know, and more importantly, I think the proverb shows that if you want to be successful, you might have to do things you don't want to do sometimes. In turn, can turn into things you want to do. You might have to do some unpleasant job, in this case, you know, just staying with the, was this a simile, metaphor? metaphor use like her ads it doesn't so which metaphor. one is metaphor okay so like <laughs> keeping with the metaphor you know you might have to do some unpleasant jobs like clean up the poop but you're going to be more successful in that way because you got the ox now you know i think you know dylan can agree with me that you know anything meaningful in life it's not going to be easy you know right. it's going to have its ups and downs there's going to be rights and wrongs but the whole point is you know, the manger's clean, then you might have a, you know, less responsibility, say so, but 
you're not going to have a good harvest. And everybody wants a good harvest. You got to eat. And you can also take that into, you know, more figuratively this way, you know. Um, you want to have good friends? You got to put in the work sometimes. You want to have a good job? You got to put in the work to keep your status. Or if you want to excel in your job, then you sometimes you got to do stuff that you don't want to do. You know, got to clean the poop, got to clean the manger, got to feed the ox every now and then. So that's just, that's why I like this one. I feel like it is me, you know, when you boil it down, it's just life has its ups and downs, but that's just part of it to be successful. Sometimes you got to go through the downs before you can hit those ups. So. so we'll pick up here in verse 16. It says, one who is wise is cautious and turns away from evil, but a fool is reckless and careless. A man of quick temper acts foolishly and a man of evil devices is hated. The simple inherit foley, but the prudent are crowned with knowledge. The evil bow down before the good, the wicked at the gates of the righteous. The poor is disliked even by his neighbor, but the rich has many friends. Whoever despises his neighbor is a sinner, but blessed is he who is generous to the poor. Do they not go astray who devise evil? Those who devise evil, those who devise good, meet steadfast love and faithfulness. In all toil there is profit, but mere talk only to poverty. The crown of the wise is their wealth, um, but the folly of fools brings folly. A truthful witness saves lives, but one who breathes out lies is deceitful. In the fear of the Lord, one has strong confidence, and his children will have a refuge. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life, that one may turn away from the snares of death. In a multitude of people is the glory of a king, but without people, a prince is ruined. Whoever is slow to anger has great understanding. But he who has a hasty temper exalts folly. A tranquil heart gives life to the flesh, but envy makes the bones rot. Whoever oppresses a poor man insults his maker, but he who is generous to the needy honors him. The wicked is overthrown through his evil doing, but the righteous finds refuge in his death. Wisdom rests in the heart of a man of understanding, but it makes itself known even in the midst of fools. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. A servant who deals wisely has the king's favor, but his wrath wrath <clears throat> falls on the one who acts shamefully. So, my verse here that I picked out is verse 23. It says, In all toil there is profit, but mere talk tends only to poverty. So, let's talk about just the surface level to what we can understand. It says, you know, in all labor there is profit, right? So as a principle, kind of like what Jackson was saying, hard work is always provided. If you want something meaningful, then you have to work for it. There's labor. If you do what you're supposed to do and you're toiling, there is a profit, right? And obviously, talking about a Christian life, um, even if there is not an immediate profit from the work, there is a reward from God, and the building and demonstration of our Christian character. So that's kind of the first part, that in all of our toils, even as a Christian, you know, we're going to have a profit. We're going to be successful if we, you know, stick our nose to the ground and keep doing the things that we're supposed to do. But idle chatter, or but mere talk, tends only to poverty. So if labor leads to profit, then anything that distracts you from labor, such as you know, mere talk, then obviously you're not making a profit, right? I, I'm very business-minded because I own a business, right? 
And I know that if somebody's not doing a job, then instead of making a profit, they're losing profit, right? So that's always stuff that goes through my mind. But the deeper kind of surface level that, that I, or the deeper getting away from the surface level of this verse is, you know, there's nothing, words are empty unless you back them with some sort of action, even as Christians. You know, we can say that we're going to be the best Christian we can be. We're going to do everything we can do to please God. We're going to work or toil every single day. We're going to do everything that we can do. But then at the end of the day, if you don't do that, then all you're doing is costing yourself something. Right. And you can, you can play this card anywhere in your life. You know, with relationships with people, with your friends, if you say, hey, I'm going to do this, I'm going to be better, I'm going to, whatever the situation is, but you don't do it, well, sorry, but eventually people are going to get tired of it and because they don't want to be treated that way. And, but empty talk as people, it just, it means nothing. If we don't put action behind our words, if we don't try to do better, if we don't try to improve where we're lacking. And especially as a Christian, that's dangerous. If we're not following up behind with what we're saying and the promises that we're making to God, you know, if we're just talking, then there's a such thing as empty promises. And empty promises don't hold up very well in life, you know. And so that's just one thing that I like about this is in everything that we do, there is a profit, and that's true. You know, whether it be at work or whether it be in our Christian life, there is a profit for the work that you do. If you do it right and you work hard, kind of like what Jackson was saying. But empty empty promises, but mere talk, tends only to nothing, right? So be be people of your word. Be, you know, men and women of your word and do what you say that you're going to do and don't lead somebody astray or string somebody along or or just be downright rude and know you're going to promise empty things and don't follow up on them. You know, that's not right. So that's, that's my favorite one. I like, I like that a lot. So that's honestly kind of all we have for today. Yeah. We just wanted to give you a couple of our proverb tidbits. I like it. Of 2024. Dealing with your, what was your resolution this year? I don't really have any. A resolution? I've never been a big resolution guy. Well, what's your goal then? We'll just rephrase it. Just, you know, get a hand, get a handle on my health, I think would be a good way to put it. I like for that. For 2024. I like that. What about you? I'm kind of right there with you. I want to I wanna be, I want to eat more healthy in a lot of ways. But my number one is to value my sleep. Yeah. Just because I don't do that too much. Like, like... 10.30, phone off, asleep, as much as I can handle, yep. you know, if, unless I have to, if I have to do something, you know, different than, obviously some can slip, but like best I can, get a good restful night's sleep, no, not, no like lights, try to just get some, you know, good rim, deep rim sleep, and then wake up better. Yeah. And so, that, you know, I'm trying to limit my caffeine too, lame. That is lame. 
very lame. Well, I don't do resolutions. It could be empty promises. Am I? It, it could be. Um, for me, I'm not talking about you. I'm just talking about for me. No, 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 no. I agree, agree. It could be. I could. Yeah, I'm just trying to limit myself. Yeah. As I downed another cup this this afternoon. Yeah. You know what? It's still a limit. <laughs> I'm placing limits. We'll check in. We'll check in. We'll be like, how's the resolution going next month? Maybe. We'll do it. So y'all know. Well, we hope you guys have a great rest of your week and enjoy this short episode of some more tips from Proverbs. Absolutely. We love you. Jesus loves you. Have a great week. See you next time.